You have arrived. You have now entered the Kush Life. Welcome to the Kush Life podcast, where we explore the Oklahoma medical marijuana community. From growers to dispensary owners, it's the Kush Life for us. Hi, welcome to the Kush Life podcast. This is Marshall. We're journeying together through Oklahoma medical marijuana out of the back of the Kush dispensary. And it's raining, but we're ready for spring. And Katie it's coming. is coming. What else is coming? We're getting really closer to 420. Yep. We're all Ooh. getting ready for 420. It's on a Thursday that we're recording, so I, I mean, I... Ooh, I didn't yeah. even think about that. Oh. Are you ready for that? I guess so. A little party party. What does that party. mean? I feel like mean? we're going to have to have a recording at an event. Are you guys yeah. having it? Where's, where's the event at? Well, our usually doesn't go that as late as we record, so we'll have to decide. We're going to do like a 5 o'clock, like post 420 or something. We got uh, Johnny Molnax trying to perform out here. Oh, is he? Mm Mm-hmm. Nice. That guy is a shooting star right now. Rising. Hot rise. Haven't locked it in yet, but we'll discuss that tomorrow over some lunch. Careful. Bean's attacking your foot. It's okay. Careful. (laughs) Smells, uh, humping or attacking? She smells the puppy I've been playing with all day. She's a he. All right, so what? Uh, what's <laughs> coming f- besides him? What else you got coming for 420? Katie, we have a slew of vendors coming. Yes, vendors like always. We'll have the tent. We'll smoke out the tent a few times. We'll Who are these vendors? Well. <laughs> what kind of munchies are they going to bring is the real question. Everybody's going to have some weed. What's the where, what am I going to eat after I just get What did you guys do last year? Tacos or something, right? Or was that 2 years ago? 2 years ago was tacos. Last year was hot dogs and tacos. And, and cookies. I ate about a, a baker's dozen cookies. Yeah. It was good. We always have cookies. Oh yeah, we had uh Bevan was out here yeah. grilling. Yeah. We'll probably do that again like hot dogs, hamburgers, like you know, stuff that's easy if you can walk around with and not have You to talking sit about walking tacos? You know about those walking tacos? Yes. Nice. What's a walking taco? Uh, well, it's like you take a bag of chips and you put all the taco fixing in there and you walk around with it. It's called a walking taco. They sell them at the, at the fair. Uh, they sell Quick corn drip. dog, cheese on a stick, pull of sausages, deep like, fried butter, walking tacos. They'll make like, you haven't been to a party, like a football party, where they'll have like bags of chips and then they'll have chili and queso and like toppings and then salsas. And you and just you pour just it in the bag of chips. The chips. Uh, and it's then like a walking Frito pie, yeah. but then they evolve to like, what if I did it with Cheetos? What if I did it with Doritos? <laughs> what if I did it? And then you just so throw good. Stuff in there and then yeah. you just eat it up. So good, huh? Uh-huh. It's better than in a bowl. It's like whatever the residual uh, stuff inside of the bag that like gets in, it's like mm. it's a whole different chemical reaction. Most bowls are clean, so you just kind of like whatever. But like yeah, I think the like bag makes a difference. Wow. I think it's a saving the earth as well. You're not dirtying a bowl. You're out. Mm. You're walking around. You're but high. You're, <laughs> you're high. high. Shit there. <laughs> you're no wonder it's great. I'm high. It's delicious. It's amazing. Well... I did smoke out right before, and I'm super hungry. Hey, maybe we'll do walking tacos this year. Oh, it's done. It's done. Walking tacos. You heard it here, folks. What about some walking uh, spaghetti and meatballs? (laughs) How about... uh, You got to talk to Eminem about that one. That's like kind of his realm. uh, Mom's spaghetti. mm. (laughs) Cracking off. They serve it in little like uh, paper to-go boxes. Does he really? Yeah. 
Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Mom's spaghetti in that. Detroit. Yeah, it's a real thing. It's oh, like, that's funny. It's like, he, he sells it just a thing of spaghetti. You can get, like, spaghetti, and that's it. And just a little paper, like a to-go paper carton. Mom's spaghetti, look it Is up. Is it good? It's got to be. <laughs> it's Mom's spaghetti. It's got to be. Sounds good. got to be. All right, man. So uh, introduce yourself. We've seen you before, but everybody that's listening is kind of going, hmm, sounds familiar. <laughs> Uh, my name is John Brown. I'm with uh, Maple Rock Veganics. We are a uh, all organic, small little boutique, boutique uh, cannabis company. True, true medicinal cannabis, as, as we would say. You know, wreck didn't happen. Yeah, what are so, your thoughts you know, on that? Uh, thoughts on that is, um, I would have celebrated either way. Uh, you know. Um, from a like a freedom perspective like yeah but from a business perspective like a lot of people in the industry feel like it probably wasn't necessarily uh the right way to go it wasn't written properly it wasn't properly written and it it, it kind of seemed like they're still they're still working out a lot of the kinks in the medical um s- system here you know it's like going, that going, in yeah. first yeah like we're still all trying to learn what rules they want us to play by um, so yeah, for them to go and switch it up and add a whole new licensing thing and like they're backed up by licenses. I mean, it's just, yeah, I, it, I think it, it was the right choice. Some people think it was the wrong choice, but I would have celebrated either way. Yeah. I celebrated either way. Yeah. So. Yeah. Most of the people that feel like it was the wrong choice aren't from here. Would you say that? I'm, I'm not going to say anything about it any longer. I'm, <laughs> Well, I mean, from my perspective, I'm a small grow, so like we actually are selling out. Like there's other places that are sitting on massive amounts of inventory, which is why the prices have dropped and all that. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, those people who have just pumped these synthetic mass, you know, 10,000 plus square foot grows, you're like, "But why?" Like one guy I talked to, he was like, "I got a 50,000 square foot grow." I was like, "Is it build out?" He was like, "Yeah." I was like, "What are you going to do with all that?" Like with the amount of like GPS from here to there and like that, the logistics behind it. I was like, dude, what are you like? You selling these pounds for 700 bucks? Like, what's up, man? You oh, know, I'm sure that's kind all- of where the conversation was. He was like, yeah, I'm sure. I was like, sure I was they're like, all staying cool. in Oklahoma. Gotta be. I mean, <laughs> um, true medicine. Right. But like, so yeah, people like that, like, yeah, they needed wreck because of their, their, they're like, oh, we crashed the market. I thought I was going to be the only person with a 50,000 square foot grow. Turns out other people did that as well. And I mean, you a know, a lot. Of other people. Yeah, it's just a like, whoa. <laughs> a lot. It's like yeah. your overhead is a half a mil- million dollars a month. Like, whoa. Like, that's a lot of quarter pounds. Yeah. 200 bucks a quarter pound or whatever you are, you're dumping it for. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, like, well, whenever people first came out, like, they're like, oh, it's 2,000 a pound, 2,500 a pound. Yeah. That's what they're betting on when they're building these 50,000 square feet. Right. They were betting on 4,000 a pound, which apparently Mississippi wrote into law that they weren't going to sell under 4,000 a pound. I mean, as crazy what? as it sounds, yeah. some people are cr- trying to stick to that, but it's not sustainable. I mean, the patients can't afford it. It won't. It'll just create a huge black market for them. That's the big thing. The patients, the patients, like they just, you know, when inflation's gone up, the economy's all in a weird way. Like, you know, everybody's in the weed industry; they're they're scratching their heads and their jaws are on the floor because they're like, 
everything's going up, but the price of weed's going down. It's like, well, yeah, when everything goes up that you need to actually live, like electricity, mm-hmm. food, groceries, rent, all that, like you don't have that much left over for, you know, for medicine that's just, you know, it is a life enhancer. It makes your day go better. It's spiritually enhancing, but like they're like, I got 10 bucks, you know, and that's all they have. It doesn't matter if they, you know, so people will say, oh, you got 10 bucks. Well, we'll I'll get, I'll sell you this much for that. And they're like, well, it doesn't but matter. Also, the price rate doesn't matter. Like, I'm just, I only have $10. But also those people that you're employing, their bills all went up too, and they need to make more. And then the, your bills are going up in because of that. And so it's just a chain reaction. I mean, it doesn't not affect cannabis just because people, other people's bills went up because your employees and your bills went up as well. I've seen yeah. everything going up right now. It's, it yeah. sucks. It, yeah. Going but, to Reesers, it's spending twice the amount of money and getting less food, I feel like. It started happening across the country like a year and a half, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, So we knew it was going to come to Oklahoma, regardless of cannabis. It was coming. Well, true. So, um, You know, luckily... Uh, those of us who are organically minded, uh, you know, it's raining right now. I think it's going to be a good spring. We got to just plant our own gardens. And like, I think what's going to happen is, is like, you know, people are going to have to just get their, their feet back in the dirt to really like kind of stabilize and get through this. And, and thankfully now people can grow their own medicine in their backyards, whether it's going to be as like. You know, good, clean, potent, whatever, exotic or something like that, like on a commercial level, like that's left up to luck and skill. Yeah. But. um, Yeah, that's what happens. I mean, the economy gets better and people get loose with their money. And then when it gets tight, they start thinking about where they're where they're spending their money. And so they start just paying more attention to it. And it doesn't mean that their priorities necessarily change. If you're organically minded, you're going to keep spending your money on those things it's just you're more intentional quality of life you're investing you're going to keep investing in your quality of life if you've come over to that point where you think organics are good there's so much out there it's like all right how can i be as clean living in this manner as possible and so that's we are and we are organic um the veganics vibe which is up for debate some people don't necessarily remind everybody what makes you organic like why are you so so okay so there's like uh, synthetics, which are derived from from a synthetic uh, nutrient, which is like big ag stuff. It's like the stuff that created the Dust Bowl. Like it's salt based, so it like goes into the soil and basically like neutralizes the soil to where nothing can really live there necessarily. Um, and the soil that kind of becomes barren once it once you don't keep feeding it these same nutrients. It's like what happened to the Dust Bowl? Um, if you look at a garden. Like your own garden at your house. If you look at a garden and you've been using Miracle Grow and like these same pretty like commercial industrial chemical or, or uh, fertilizers, if you look at that garden, you might have the most beautiful flowers popping and all that, but you'll notice there's like no birds in your garden. You're like, oh, why are there why are there no birds or whatever? It's because there's no bugs. It's because there's no worms. It's because there's that that soil is dead and you're just feeding it like just fertilizer. You're giving the plants that that synthetic boost where it's not a natural environment or state so if you look at a garden where you're like oh my hippie neighbor he gets horse manure from the farm down the way and he has a 
bales of hay and he rakes his leaf. You have a compost pit and all this and, you know, and he has a garden in his backyard. You go back there, there's going to be birds. There's going to be critters, like all that. You dig in the dirt, there will be worms. Like that's a true, like live, that is true living soil. Like there is an environment going on. There's all these microbiology going on. I mean, ecosystem in your dirt. The what? An ecosystem. An e- is yeah, going exactly. In your dirt. An ecosystem in your dirt. And so, so you have worms and bugs. Uh, we have uh, there's there's micro there's microorganisms, but we don't have worms. Uh, we do use. So this is where the veganics is up for debate. We do use worm castings that are all from a complete uh, uh, vegetable, 100% vegetable compost source. Um, so we do use the worm castings. We do mix our own soil, and then we we uh, you know mend that and all that. So. Is it a, like a traditional living soil bed? Uh, no, but we we do keep reusing our soil, and then it, and then you know it is. So it is it is living, but it's not um, you know like outside like the earth. Yeah, you know what I mean, or like okay. a bed. And you think that that? Uh, you, why did you choose that way? I guess. Um, I mean, we just 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 in my humble opinion. Uh, it's just a better quality experience, medicine, the smoke, the flavor, the, the taste, the terpenes, the effect. I mean, it, the thing about this organic medicine is like, you're not smoking a blunt. You're not rolling up a backwood. Like you're, and that's a great thing for people who want to do that. I used to love to just smoke. I don't necessarily want those carcinogens anymore, but like as a pastime, yeah, I used to just smoke, but like we're talking about on a medicinal level, I want it to be clean and delivered as efficient as possible. Yet still I enjoy the, you know, the consumption of smoke. Like if I wanted to take like it really on a real level, like RSO and we would do make organic RSO with our stuff, but I still enjoy the taste and smoke and I, and I, I appreciate the way that it, it almost immediately hits you and then keeps accelerating there. Whereas edibles or RSO, it does take a while for me personally for it to kick in like, you know, up to a couple hours. And like, sometimes I need, that immediate relief. Um, and so that's why I still prefer to smoke. Uh, but I will just use like a, a clean glass piece and, and, you know, take like one or two rips and, and that should be good. You know, you shouldn't have to smoke down all that carcinogens. It's not, it doesn't seem very like medicinal. It doesn't seem very healthy. Smoking is not healthy. Like, so you brought us clean pipes tonight? I brought you clean pipes <laughs> and some clean herb so you guys can taste it. Um, cool. If you guys... What'd you bring? I've got... Uh, so we've got a couple strains that um, are we're pretty excited about. We've got one called the Violent Fog, uh, which mm, is a I'll compound genetic strain. Let's see. Violent Fog. Mm-hmm. And then I've got a... Um, a maple breath, which is a uh, peanut butter breath Wi-Fi mints killer pheno that we've been working on for a while. But yeah, violet fog. It's like real floral and sweet, fruity. It's just like it's a lovely one. Um, this strain is one of those that like it is it is a good sativa. It's like it's a hybrid. But it's, I mean, as far as the effects, like it's pain relief. Like it's, it's, um, it will take your mind off of the pain. Like if you're good. I'm in. Yeah. Like truly like the feedback we've got from it. They're like, Hey, I have this. I need that. It makes life tolerable. 
you know, like straight up. Yeah. I'm like, okay, oh. cool. I was like, that makes me So happy. what do you suffer from? Well, I had surgery right here. Oh. Um, but no, it's typ- typical just well, like, you know, wear and tear. Uh, non-cancerous. Non-cancerous tumor. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. Uh, but I mean, there's, uh, it's just general pain, like wear and tear. Like, you know, I, I used to climb mountains, ski a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot of athletic stuff. The legs are blown out. There's yeah, arthritis yeah. in the back. Like, oh. you know, uh, what was your general, what was like your most spir- memorable spiritual sk- angst, most <laughs> memorable ski trip or oh. skiing experience. Oh man. Uh, that would have to be whenever the homie, uh, Seth Hilsebeck, uh, came out and skied and, uh, he's got cerebral palsy and, uh, uh, because of him, I got into this program, the United States adaptive recreation center out in uh, big bear, Lake California. And so basically, um, we would take him on a bi-ski and, uh, it's like basically a sled where they're fixed there. And then there's two, there's two drivers. There's a secondary and primary driver. And, uh, we like took him up the mountain, took him in the half pipe, took him like all over. And I saw some video on that. On dude, a, it was like life changing for, for like a lot of us. Uh, Instagram maybe. I don't Possibly, know. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, it was him. And then, uh, Oh, Pat was there. Pat, Has- Pat. Yeah. Pat, Pat, that's definitely ripped and uh, i used to live in big bear and so seth would come up and we were like dude you gotta like can't just sit here hitting the bong has Medi- he gotten to ski a few times yeah 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 um seth and his siblings and i went to high school together mm. with pat and everybody but yeah cool edison alumni yeah yeah Go Eagles. <laughs> that and then just some days in the back country it was just like hiking and then just skiing and just beautiful powder bowls yeah 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 cool it was innocent sucked <laughs> it really didn't go eagles my dad went to my dad is an edison eagle yeah yep he and bill goldberg you guys love that guy though right bill goldberg like the wrestler goldberg yeah yeah he went to Oklahoma. He went to school here dude he's a freaking linebacker for the eagles for the edison eagles <laughs> i don't know didn't he play for OU for like a season or something? I'd be lying to you. Yeah, I would be too. He played for the Eagles. <laughs> Which the is Edison all Eagles. that matters. Which is all that matters. The Edison <laughs> Eagles, let's clear His picture's on the wall. That's cool. Down by the gym. Yeah. He would go it out. Used to be. You know, <laughs> in every men's And in every men's bathroom in that school. <laughs> yeah, right. My, uh, my industry's automotive, and uh, we would uh, see him at uh, SEMA. He would always be there at a booth. Because he's into cars and he's got a bunch of cars and he's into all that. And so, Motorcycles and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So one time I was walking by, I was like, oh, it's Goldberg. I was like, take a picture. Like everybody was in line to take a picture with him. I was like, selfie. <laughs> Screw this. I ain't waiting in line. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Oh, he's you, an eagle. You, oh, is that why? That's yeah. why? Oh, yeah. That's why. That's why. Well, you want to smoke something? Yeah. Um, I've got this maple breath as well, which is something we're working on. We can do either one. Um, oh, no. I'm getting rid of my pain. Let's do it. Violent Fog. Okay. Violent Fog. We'll be back. It's the Kush Lai for us. Kush Lai. Kush Lai. Kush Lai. Kush Lai. Kush Lai. Woo. All right. It's a little cold and rainy, but uh, what a great smoke. Yeah, it's tasty, huh? Yeah. So, uh, did you spray it with something? Because it just tastes really great. 
No, like, like you it's so crazy. Like we've been asked that before. They're like, why does this weed taste this way? Like we, you had you, what did you spray with like cloves or something? And I was like, no, that's just like what it tastes like when it's not just like one dimensional flat cardboard terps from like a synthetic or whatever. Like, you know, when you get the real terroir of like an organic grow, Jeez. it's going to taste like what, you know, what, what the environment gives it. And that goes into like the mediums, your soil composition, uh, you know, and then like those terps that are really being enhanced, like that's where the flavors come so from. So I know you guys don't do the shelf stuff here, but is, would that be then considered more like some people say a top shelf type st- or or what? Like the price he's charging, it should be. But, <laughs> well, it costs know. a lot more. It's like, you know, synthetics is like somebody was like, how do we make the cheapest pound of weed possible? Well, and they figured it out. And it's like, okay, well, you made it the cheapest, but like you had to have sacrificed something, you know. A lot of things, probably. Probably a lot of things. And some people, that's like on like a big, you know, rec scale. Rec would be, you know, open to everybody. Like there are people who that's just fine for them. You know, they may never need to know, you know, what the rest of it is like. You know, if they're happy, they're happy. But for uh, those of us who like have smoked all these organics and all this stuff and done done all these side by side taste testing and effects testing and experience testing, you can actually tell the difference. I think I can. Yeah. It doesn't taste like Athena. Yeah, I mean it tastes great. There's no yeah. doubt about it. Yeah, and it's definitely like a light smoke. It's mm-hmm. not as heavy as some, and it's so I might um, say it's cleaner, a yeah. cleaner, smooth smoke. Yeah, we hear that a lot. It's better for the environment, bro. It's organic. Uh, let's be real. Uh, growing growing weed is like pretty bad for the environment, no matter what you do. <laughs> but just well, I'll it, step back it, on that. If one. it would have been yeah. Rick, he would have been selling it at Whole Foods. We're creating an artificial sun. Like it's right. You know, that's a whole mean, industry deal. Like yeah, like you, you mean know. indoor growing. Indoor growing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, weed is not good for the environment. That's just, <laughs> <laughs> I'll step away from this one now. But it's good for the soul. Well, yeah. No industry is. No industry is. Yeah, like, no industry is. No industry is. Auto industry is terrible. Yeah. Really helps me sleep. Mm-hmm. All right. So how are you feeling? Um, right. My favorite part. I feel good. Yeah. I, f- I surprisingly feel some in my head though. Yeah. Yeah. It's heady, why is bro. that yeah, surprising? It's the headies. Well, because he talked about it being you know I was gonna like pain free uh, on the body and all. No. That. So I just did. distraction. I just thought I would start feel the body, but yeah, it's it's a heady it's a heady high, yeah. So feel it in the eyes. Distract it. You feel iry. Yeah. How's your body feel? Same. Still Same. hurts. Yeah, still hurts. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not thinking about it as much. <laughs> That's true. I'm thinking about my head. <laughs> yeah, some some people say it like you're right in the eye, mm-hmm. like right between mm-hmm. the eyes. Yep, I swear I feel it. Yeah, right between the eyes. Absolutely. Right in that third eye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you said you had a couple other things. Uh, you know, what's on the agenda for you guys this year? What what sort of your for- forecast? What are you looking forward to? Um, we are trying to keep pheno hunting while narrowing down our strain list. Um, because of that, we are, you know, Working with some other companies that like do have the size capacity because like it's hard to grow well you know organic on a large commercial scale which you know so that has to exist so we are um, working with some friends over at Heartland Farms and we're giving them a bunch of our genetics uh, we've given them um, I don't know a dozen different things that we've pheno hunted and 
worked on over the years um, that were really working really well for us. And so we were like, hey, take these. We got to find some new stuff. Um, if listeners would remember, uh, you and Pat were actually hanging out here the first time, right? believe so. Yeah. <laughs> the Whippet King. I don't know. It was windy outside for sure. Whip it real good. Wait, I don't know if I can say that online. He loves pop music. But so we, uh, we'll be working on, you know, just new pheno hunting, all these genetics, like, like these, you know, it takes like a year and a half to like really seek and find the ones that are right, like on a commercial level and all that. You you run it at least three times when you like that one. They say, uh, to run it three times. Yeah. Make sure it's going to stay. Yeah. You want to see it, like check its stability. It's something about like, well, yeah. Stability. Stability. You want to, yeah, you want to just make sure the strain is good. You see people all all the time online, like, crying, like, don't buy seeds from this person. They're blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, yeah. Somebody yeah. just bred some stuff. They crossed a male and something, and it, it just, you know. It might be good. It might not be good. Yeah, that's where they talk about stable genetics. It's like these guys put a lot of work into it um, to get the strains that we have. Like, there was a bunch of other work done by other people. Yeah. Like, like. You know, we have respect for these strains and like where they came from. For sure, you were using compound at one time for some of your stuff, some, uh, of, your, some of your genetics. Yeah, the the violet fog is actually a compound genetics. Yeah, they're reputable, I yeah, believe. For sure. Um, so it's you know, okay, it's it's it, it's pheno hunting is not a it's a it's more of a hobby. You know, it's an expensive hobby. It's right. like not a job. Like it's a lot not of R and D. Do it for to make money. Katie, are we no, gonna but say it's like so important, right? Yes, it the is. The most very important. What? <laughs> are you gonna tell us the vendors at 420? I asked so. you before the break. <laughs> Maybe you'll remember them now. It's a little foggy over there on Katie's I, side. I've talked to quite a few. I've talked to 313. I've talked to Heartland Farms. I've talked to Maple Rock. I've talked to Day Tripper. I've talked to Rex's. I've talked to Zen is coming for sure. I have a bunch that are coming. I just need to consolidate all my vendors. Well, that was a good enough tease. That's enough for me. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Pie and punch. <laughs> <laughs> there will be pie and punch. <laughs> okay. And hot dogs, maybe. <laughs> Cookies and hot dogs. (laughs) I thought we were doing walking tacos. Oh, walking tacos. You know, all the things. Whatever you guys want. Can I I bring my dog? Dogs are welcome. There's usually dogs here on 420. Visiting. One time we had a guy bring a dog that, like, knew all these fancy tricks. Remember? Absolutely. Yeah. How could I forget that? It's way fun. It's like a circus. He ran up the... (laughs) guy and then jumped off of his shoulders and caught a frisbee like all at the same time yeah fancy impressive yeah my dog loves frisbees so do i are you talking about lucy <clears throat> yes lucy she's loud frisbees <laughs> she's marvelous we what would, is lucy uh, she's an old english sheepdog and a standard oh, poodle okay she's loud uh, she barks she has a thing where she loves to bark but she doesn't shed. Poodle. That's the poodle. She like is real quiet if it's just me and her. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> no, she used it. She's like, one bark, open door. Two barks, close door. Like, <laughs> She's got her humans trained. Yeah. It's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. When uh, when you look around the industry, this is a, always a fun thing that I like to ask too. Is kind of get an update. What's your views of where the industry's at? Like, what do you think? Uh, I know you've mentioned some. It's up in smoke, baby. Yeah, you mentioned some stuff about um, <clears throat> you know black market. You've mentioned uh, different theories of things going on. So, what's your overall take? Um, and I think yours is is an interesting take because being in California, coming here, like. Really interested, curious what you're, you're taking the overall industry. Well, right so now. I'm from Tulsa for life. Tulsa. Uh, but, uh, yeah, going there, coming back. I mean, I think the industry is like, it's going to balance out the people who are willing to just take, like, margins and have enough capital on a corporate level. There will always be that entity. I think there's always going to be people trying to, like, get in and, like, kind of, like, chasing a dream or whatever. Like, there are younger generations, like, from us. Like, hopefully they can figure out how to, like... Make their dream know, work. Make it work, yeah. Like, <clears throat> it's just there's a lot of expenses and a lot of, like, stuff that you're just like, shit. It, like, can I just put the seed in my backyard and grow it with, like, hose water? <laughs> and, like, sprinkle a little bit of manure and, like, you know, some other, like... You're, you're like, oh, like, oh. Land. Well... People get into <laughs> business and they don't realize how much work it actually. It's so is. much. It's like so, it's like as a business, like it sucks because of like there's so much competition and there's so many people who are so invested and all these weird build outs. There's like all these different phases of the licensing issuing here in the state. And I was like, if you got in, in the first six months or whatever, if you were in the first thousand licenses, like you're probably still in business, uh, or you may have sold your business. I've heard of grows selling like like you know year year and a half almost two years ago even people being like yo my buddy's gross sold for like three and a half million here to some group from wherever and it's just like that you don't really i haven't really heard of any big grows being sold as of late or anything like that there's like licenses shifting around but like there's a lot of people trying to sell and get out and it just seems like these prices the only realistic ones are like okay well yeah that house in the country on eight acres that happens to have a, a air conditioned warehouse on it. Like, well, yeah, we'll give you the value of that property. <laughs> you know, there's the, mm -hmm. the grow thing that's like not significant. People are like people who know they're like, okay, so I buy that. And then I got to put in another 30, 20, 20 to $150,000 to get the grow going until your first cycle like gets done. You know, it's like, and then it's disheartening. You never you know, know what, what I mean? that cycle like, is going to look like. So, like, we don't like we're not a profitable company. I don't really know many that are right now, but uh, we just like I know that I'm not going to have this weed if I don't keep growing it. Mm -hmm. If you just keep doing what you're doing, that it's going to catch on. Yeah, but, but you're, but you're right. On. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of people, and the people will start yeah. having hard times. They're already yeah. like looking for organic. Some people. But <clears throat> Some people are, some people, honestly, like I have heard from several people who are like, this weed's too strong for me to smoke. And I'm like, I get it. Like, I can't smoke this weed and do certain things. Like, you know, it's, it is going back to the medicine. It's like, when do you need to be medicated? If you're not, if you're not supposed to be 
as high as you are wherever you're at and whatever setting you're at, then you, you're not supposed to be like, and you're having a bad experience, you're taking too much, whatever. Like, and that's where, you know, some people do really just like, you know, a low THC pre-roll or like a five milligram gummy. Like a lot of people get 10 milligram gummies and split them in half and they just eat one of those and like, they're super stoked on it. So it's hard to say, like it's, it's this industry. There's so many different things that like this plant that none of us created that we're all just kind of manipulating and trying to like make it work with our personal systems. Like there's so many different ways. Like it's, it does one thing for one person and one thing for another person. Like for one person, it cures their menstrual pains and all that and makes their life super pleasant. And, and another one, like, you know, makes them where they can eat or like, or they sleep, they just get sleepy, you know, like, or your head spinning, but your back hurts even more. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's, it's still at that point, like, which I think we all agree on. It's like, oh yeah, like it kind of does different things for everybody or it's not for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. It's a it's I a mean. weed. It just throw us so, throw some seeds in your backyard, guys. Find them Jenny packs, like pop them, throw them in your backyard. Grow this shit for yourself. Well, sometimes it's hard it's to grow good weed in winter time. This is the most quiet I've seen these two in quite some time. Well, Katie, yeah, that's where I was like, I, I thought rabble, she rabble. was going to start going, and she My was just dad. like, yes, I was like, huh. My dad grows outside in his yard. I don't. My yard's not sunny enough at all, so no, I don't not. have you have <laughs> the bad sun. It t- that's, and then like people be like, "Oh shit, I can't grow my own weed. I don't have good enough sun. All right, I got to do it indoor." Oh wait, but that's expensive. Uh, like I'll just buy weed. My I, dad I tr- even had um, he had it's plants come up mm-hmm. this past summer that he didn't plant. They just were seeds that got carried from birds or the wind last year and just popped up this summer and i mean they were very big hardy plants but we had a very hot long summer so uh my little backyard boogie was uh really good this year it just was like good yeah what was it like 10 feet tall ish like right around there you uh think? no it was it was uh you know bigger than it mine. was compliant well, <laughs> i don't even know what the dad had like no nah, they're like they're touching the power lines and like thankfully <laughs> a like a, a big gust of wind came through one night and snapped the top off and i was like Whew, well i don't have to worry about that now <laughs> i mean it was m- massive like and you it just created you know like <laughs> it just was great because yeah. made everything around it just like open up and it was like a big airflow in there it was good but yeah. to your point chris i do think i do feel start to get relaxed Right, yeah. like I think there is a little bit of that of what uh, you know. So, yeah, that's true. You feeling more relaxed? I'm relaxed. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Just like good. Nice, <laughs> nice body, like it's body and mind, good balance. Mm-hmm. It kind of came out of my head a little bit, and I feel more relaxed in my body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think this. So this is grape gas crossed with uh, Khalifa Kush. So this is like uh, a strain that like. Supposedly, uh, I believe Wiz Khalifa like kind of pushed for this one to be originally bred. Yeah, his genetic in this yeah, strain. Yeah. So then we got the, we got some of those seeds, um, and uh, yeah, pheno hunt on been pheno hunt for like a year and a half, something like that. All year. all started from there. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, it's great to reconnect. Absolutely. Glad you came back through, man. I appreciate your weed. It was, it was good. 
Very good. Thank you. Yeah, we have a new grow team in there, so it's like a whole, you know, we changed some things up, but this is still, uh, we're still very happy with this, the way that this genetic is performing. Um, same, same, uh, similar nutrient line. We've switched some things up. Our ter- our Terps uh, enhancers that we use now are different. Um, so it's Yeah, what are they? proprietary secrets <laughs> they're expensive <laughs> is what they are they're fucking expensive well where do people find you on social uh let's see you can uh go to uh maple rock okay on instagram and uh there will be stuff posted on there cool yep our, our, our instagram at hacks so we're like we're just whatever Seems I think like everyone's a little slow on Instagram right now. We were all talking about that today. I fucking hate that shit. I don't even care about but, it. Yeah. Somebody deleted our Instagram account. I was like, well, bye, fake world. It, it's annoying. <laughs> but, dude, it's it serves its purpose. It's like a weird, it's a weird thing. Instagram's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Bye, fake world. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <Neither. laughs> uh, where people find Kush? You can find us at Kush Dispo Tulsa and Kush Dispo Tulsa underscore on Instagram and Facebook. And then you can find us right here at 1711 East Skelly Drive from 10 to 10, seven days a week. And you can find Maple Rock Veganics on their shelves. Yeah. Thank you. You definitely can. Yeah. We love Kush. (laughs) And we love you. Well, cool, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for what you did for the patients. Uh, Great weed. We'll talk about our RSO program next time. It'll be great. Yeah, and come out for 420 and hang out with Maple Rock. They'll be here. See you. All right. It's the Kush Life for us. Kush Life. Kush Life.